0: Want an ad free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then Stripe, Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone
1: These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. I'm Jen Cutter. Apple made some announcements on Tuesday, and here are the highlights. The new 10th gen iPad has a 10.9-inch screen, runs on the A14 Bionic chip, and looks more like the Air and Pro models. The new iPad no longer has a home button, so the fingerprint reader is on the power button. The 10th gen iPad uses USB-C for charging and connecting, not lightning, but it is not compatible with the 2nd gen Apple Pencil. It still needs the 1st gen Pencil, which is charged by a lightning connector, so you'll need a dongle for the Pencil. The new iPad starts at $449. Pre orders available now. Shipping begins October 26th. Next up are the two iPad Pro models running on the M2 processor. The new iPad Pro screen can detect the Apple Pencil within 12 millimeters of the surface to allow for better precision and also comes with Wi Fi 6e. The 11 inch iPad Pro starts at $799, and the 12 inch model starts at $1,099. Both are available for pre-order now, shipping October 26th. There are also two refreshed Apple TV 4K models. Both have support for HDR10+, and they run on an A15 processor. The included remote now charges by USB-C instead of Lightning. The 64GB Wi-Fi model costs $129, and the 128GB with Ethernet model costs $149. They're available for pre-order now and start shipping November 3rd. And finally, Apple announced that Mac OS Ventura and iPad OS 16 will release on October 24th. For the full breakdown and discussion of all the announcements, check out the Tuesday, October 17th episode of Daily Tech News Show. Amazon is launching a new service in the UK called the Amazon Insurance Store. Shoppers will be able to find online home insurance quotes for policies from three partner firms Aegis, Co op, and LV Plus General Insurance. Amazon will receive a commission on each sale, which will be handled with Amazon's own checkout. This is the first time Amazon has stepped into the insurance business. The service will begin with select customers and be available across the UK by the end of 2022. Pinterest announced Wednesday their video-focused feature Idea Pins will be able to add music from popular artists thanks to licensing deals with BMG, Warner Chapel Music, and Warner Music Group, among others. This will be on top of the existing royalty-free music library the platform already offers. The Pinterest iOS and Android apps will be updated to enable searching by artist, track name, or keyword. Idea pins, introduced last year, are 60-second vertical videos which can be scrolled vertically like TikTok. According to a regulatory finding, shared micromobility company Bird, known for scooters, is exiting several markets, including Germany, Sweden, Norway, and also several dozen small to mid-sized markets across the U.S. and Europe. This follows a few months after Bird laid off 23% of its staff. Back in June, Bird was warned by the New York Stock Exchange it would have to raise its share price to avoid delisting. It has six months to achieve compliance. Google TV is adding some family-focused features like parent-controlled watch lists and algorithmically generated suggestions for kids' profiles. Parents will also be able to add titles to a child's must-watch list. Parents can define rating levels and add and remove titles to affect what shows get recommended by the algorithm. The features will show up first on the Chromecast with Google TV, followed by other devices. The San Francisco Chronicle reports Lyft users can search, reserve, and pay for parking spaces from the app in cities across the U.S., both on iOS and Android. Lyft announced a partnership with Chicago-based Spot Hero, which offers a service in over 300 cities in the U.S. and Canada, though it is currently unclear which cities are available in the Lyft app. South Korea's top mobile messenger, KakaoTalk's co-CEO Nam Namkong Woon, stepped down on Wednesday following the weekend's widespread outage due to data center failure, which caused issues for its 53 million users worldwide. The resignation will allow him to focus on his role as the lead for the emergency task force to solve the issues exposed by the outage, which caused a huge disruption due to the app being used for chatting, wiring money, and hailing taxis. Sony announced it will release the DualSense Edge PS5 controller globally on January 26. It will sell for about €240 in the EU and $199 in the US. The new PS5 controller includes button remapping and other customizations like stick sensitivity and swappable components. Pre-orders begin October 25. During its quarterly earnings call on Tuesday, Netflix announced it will begin charging an added monthly fee to people sharing login credentials in early 2023. This is an expansion of the pilot program currently in Latin America, which charges fees for users not living in the same household but logging into the same account. There's no announced pricing yet, but if it follows the pilot program's fees, it should be around $3 to $4 U.S. Netflix added 2.41 million subscribers this quarter, bringing the total to 223.09 million. Netflix previously expected a net gain of only 1 million in the third quarter. The company also exceeded expectations, earning $7.93 billion in revenue in Q3, while analyst predictions were at $7.85 billion. And Netflix's VP of Games, Mike Verdu, told TechCrunch Disrupt Conference the company is very seriously exploring its own cloud gaming platform. On Tuesday, Netflix also revealed it has 55 more games in development. Verdú believes Netflix can succeed where Google Stadia stumbled because we're not asking you to subscribe as a console replacement so it's a completely different business model. The hope is over time that it just becomes this very natural way to play games wherever you are. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.